All right, newsflash. Another clinical course will not help your struggling business. Just because you want to learn a new technique, you are not one technique away from building your practice. If you're a rehab chiro out there, this message resonates with you. This is a little bit of tough love because I see it so often. If you're a rehab chiro, here's what I know. I know, I know, I know that you get the warm and fuzzies the next time you learn how to mobilize into internal hip rotation. I get it. A new core exercise. Amazing. I love it. And this is your default. And this makes you feel happy and comfortable. And this is great. But if you're stressed, if your business isn't going the way you want, if you're not making the income that you want to make, if you have people that you wish would see you and are frustrated that they won't and go to the in-network Cairo down the street, even though you have every letter after your name, another clinical course, another letter after your name will not help this. And so people often ask if we give continue ed credits for our teaching. And I don't think even if they would offer them, if I would give them, because it's a joke. The continuing ed system is a joke. And so if you want to pay for your other CE credits by taking our course, because you'll actually have the money to go take those courses, yeah, maybe we'll do that. Because other than that, we know that people are just not doing what they need to do. And so I hope everyone can recognize that. I see it every single day. Another high-level provider going to take another course and another certification and another letter after their name. And they learned one week how to mobilize the hip and next week how to hip hinge the hip and next week to solve the soleus. And the next week they learn running mechanics. And the next week they understand the pelvis. And guess what? Someone with a pelvic problem doesn't want to come see them because they're too expensive. They're running gate mechanics. They're going to go to the in-network provider because it's covered by their insurance. The person with pubalgia ends up going to the hospital because the emergency room is covered. I mean, on and on and on and on. Just make sure we're solving the right problem. Just make sure we're solving the right problem. That being said, this week's episode, we are talking about Justin's top 10 action steps that he would take if he was starting a clinic over from zero. And really, it's the top 10 tips to get to 10,000. For our rehab chiros that are cash-based and understanding their expenses, I look at you know zero to 10,000 as that first major hurdle. You get to 10,000, we can maybe say you're out of survival mode. Again, obviously, depending on personal expenses and rent and overhead, but $10,000 is a great mark that I just look at and say, all right, let's get there as fast as possible. And so here, I give you the 10 things that I would do in detail. If I open a practice tomorrow, I started at zero, how to get to 10,000 as fast as possible. Here are 10 things that I would do. So hope you enjoy this episode. If you are enjoying the podcast, here's what I'm asking you to do. I would love for you to go on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a five-star rating. Give us a five-star rating. Leave us a review. It helps the podcast grow. I think it helps with the algorithm. It helps us find other people. And most people that end up in our world who we can help change their life start with the podcast. The podcast is no holds barred. I don't hold back. I give you all of the information. And I hope that you understand that. Here's a couple reviews from our podcast. The post-grad class you need and are ready for. 
all of our shared concerns, what ifs, false barriers addressed on one podcast. I have found this information both helpful as an associate and as an aspiring clinician owner. That is CJ Party of. From Tito, I've been a part of the Business Mentorship Mastermind for the last four years. I started when I was in quarter two as a student. I know and understand the importance of quality coaching and learning from someone who has been or is where I want to be. Three months ago, I decided to look for a new coach. I was about to join a physical therapy mastermind until I was recommended Justin. I had a call with him and was immediately impressed with his ability to recognize where I needed help. I waited two weeks to join, and I still wanted to find out if there was someone else who could help coach me. I couldn't find, I couldn't find one, and I joined the group. After just one month of joining, my revenue doubled, my confidence increased, and I finally felt like I had a plan moving forward. I know there'll be bumpy roads along the way, but I feel confident that with the help of Justin and his team, I'll continue to grow. If you resonate with this podcast and you're seeking help with business, I highly recommend Justin and his team to guide you. You will not be disappointed. And then one more, just for shits and giggles. Having not learned any business in grad school, this podcast is the best starting point. I opened my practice immediately after getting licensed. Business was okay the first couple of months, but after finding Justin and this podcast, my revenue has grown tremendously. Little tips here and there go a long way if you're ready to implement and change the way you're marketing and selling. From Jay Legana, who is now a member of our mastermind. So we would love a five-star review. Please leave us a review if you are uh, enjoying it. And uh, we'll see you soon. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Business School for the Rehab Chiropractor. Class is officially in session. My name is Justin Rabinowitz, and I am a rehab chiropractor on a mission to teach you, a fellow rehab chiropractor, the exact tools and systems I've used to build my own successful rehab chiropractic practice so you can do the same. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. One of the things I love about doing what I do now is that I get to put myself in a position that I'm not currently in. And with my coaching specifically, that's two things. When I coach others, I always tell them, when you approach me with a problem, I think of myself as if I was an investor. So if I invested money in your company or I was investing in you to start a new rehab chiropractic practice, essentially, I want to think in a way that I was going to get a return on my investment, that my investment was safe, and that I would get my money back at some point, hopefully sooner rather than later. The second place I really get to put my hat on is I mentally get to do a do-over. And what I mean by that is when you're in ChiroBiz 101 during your week three, you get a check-in call with me. That check-in call for many people is essentially Justin going back through mentally that if I was in the position that my coaching student is currently in, what would I do? And for many, they are just getting their business off the ground or getting started. But in this specific uh, episode, specifically if they're trying to make their first 10K, And so if you haven't made 10K yet, I would still consider you a startup in a rehab chiropractic world, usually cash, um, but I'll get into more of that. So the hat I'm putting on for this episode specifically is what would Justin do if he was moving to Puerto Rico and opening up a practice? And last week I had a call that was like that of one of our clients is going to be moving back to Puerto Rico, his home um, next year. And so now Justin thinks of it as like, okay, he's putting himself in that position. What would Justin do if he had to start his practice? Or if he was going there, and what would he do to start over? How would he make his first 10,000 so he could breathe? If Justin was moving to Austin, Texas, how would he go about building a business from scratch? There was a show 
uh, with Grant Cardone where he essentially did this. It was like go to a new town and he was broke. And how could he make his first million as quick as possible? Um, let's start a little smaller. <laughs> let's try to get to 10K first. So in this situation, if Justin had to make his first 10,000 and was opening up a brand new practice, what would he do? And I, so I have 10 things and we'll go through each one in detail. So here are the 10 steps to get to your first $10,000 in revenue as a rehab chiropractor. And here's what Justin would do. Number one, number one, I would decide if I was going to be high volume or low volume. Obviously, we are running the rehab chiro mastermind. And so being a high volume practitioner as a rehab chiro is usually not the path that people choose. However, and here's the nuance of the conversation, in business, as a business person, I would rather you be high volume than medium volume. I would rather you be high volume and just pick that side than be somewhere in the middle. I would rather you be high volume and low cost than medium volume and medium cost. And this is the number one problem that we see in our community is that our rehab chiros, they get into practice and they don't want to be high volume. They don't want to take insurance or they may take insurance and still be medium volume. And the problem is they get mediocre and poor results. In business, the middle always gets squeezed. The middle always gets squeezed. And so if you want to be a high volume practice, if you want to take insurance, if you want to see five or six, seven, eight patients per hour, that model absolutely can work. And actually, as a rehab Cairo or in our mastermind from a business perspective, that's something that I would, I'm okay with. Now, it doesn't mean I'm going to practice like that. It doesn't mean that I agree with that style of practice, but it's not like I'm not that egotistical to think that you have to agree with how I practice. But if you're coming to me for business advice, what I would tell you is pick a side. You either need to be high volume or low volume. You either need to charge a premium or charge uh, nothing. You need to be take Medicare or not. You can't see someone 30 minutes and charge 80 bucks. You can't see someone 20 minutes and charge 75. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And so this is free advice. This podcast is free. But then people come into our group and they pay me to tell them the same thing. So I'm telling you right now, either be high volume or low volume. Just pick one. Number two. Build relationships before you open. And so if you are moving to a new city in a year, let's say you're a final year Cairo student or you're moving back to your hometown in a year, what I would tell you is to build relationships before you open. And you might ask why. Well, again, let's zoom out. If you are currently married or have a girlfriend or engaged, that relationship probably didn't start with you guys taking a three-week vacation. Maybe it did. It probably didn't start with you guys meeting and getting married that day. Most times, that's not how it works. Relationships are relationships. Whether they're romantic, whether they're business, they're built on trust. And trust takes time. And so if you want to develop referring relationships or relationships where you can move into somebody's gym and do a seminar, if you want to develop those type of working relationships, they take time. So if you start those relationships when you open, it's just going to take time, a year, two, three, five, eight, ten 10 years. The perfect time to start those relationships was yesterday. 
The good news is the internet exists. And so you can go online, on social media, on Instagram, on email. You can do Zoom. You can do whatever. There's a thousand different ways. So if you are not there, you should start those relationships as soon as possible. Number three, you should do seminars. If you ask me one marketing tactic that I would take early on when I did open my practice, it would be to do seminars. If you're a rehab chiro, preferably you're doing seminars at gyms. In a previous episode, we've talked about it. Why do I love gyms as a rehab chiro? Because typically your perfect patient works out, they take care of their health, they're proactive about it, they invest in their health. And when you run a back pain seminar, those same people who have back pain show up. It's like shooting fish in a barrel. However, to get to your first 10K, I would still be in the mode of saying yes to everything. And so this bullet point, number three, do seminars, preferably in a gym. Yes, preferably in a gym. However, I would speak to anyone. Go to the Chamber of Commerce, Go to the local BNI group, go to the mom's group, go to the dad's group, go to the grandma's group, go to the sister's group. I don't care. In the beginning, you get out and you speak to everyone. You speak to everyone because maybe grandma has a son. Maybe grandma has a kid. Maybe grandma deadlifts. I don't know. In the beginning, you say yes to everyone. If you are at home, if you are with your family, if you are spending time in the first six months of business to get to 10K, you're wrong. Speak to anyone, get out of your house. Don't look at that. You need to get out. You need to go speak to anyone that'll listen. Say yes to everything. When we get to 10K, we'll take a breath. But until then, go speak. Speak at gyms preferably, but if not gyms, anyone that'll listen. Number four, it goes back to number three. Tell your loved ones you won't see them for six months. Tell your loved ones you won't see them for six months. Sometimes when we start a business, I don't think we give it the respect that it needs. I think that we start a business and expect us to have work-life balance. What happens a year, three years, five years, 10 years, 20 years, the time freedom, the work-life balance that you want? You can have everything you want. You just can't have anything that you want. And I think sometimes just maybe me saying it to you, even if you don't like it or just giving you some perspective, is to help you understand that early on in business, until you get to 10K, and I'm using that just as an objective measure, you will not be home. Your family will not see you. I'm not promoting this as a long-term strategy, but you're starting a business. This is not easy. This is not easy. You cannot wear all hats at the same time. I'm not saying you can't have the life that you want. In fact, one of the things that makes me the most fulfilled and gratified is when people in our mastermind group come to me 6, 12, 18, 24 months later and say, you changed my life. You changed my family's life. Because now they are able to take their kid to school and pick them up and put them to sleep because they're making 25, 30, 35K and they don't need to be out of the house at all hours of the day. But we're talking, remember, before you get to 10K. This business ownership that you signed up for, this entrepreneurship is not easy. And if I can just be that person, the truth teller, to tell you that until you get to 10K, until you're in survival mode. And survival mode might not be dinner with family. It might not be seeing your kids. Get to 10K faster, and then you can go back to that. But for now, just set the expectation at home. It isn't going to be like that. If you get to 10, like some of our mastermind members, they get to 10K in month one, beautiful. You bought it back. 30 days later, I love it. You can do anything for 30 days. Some people, it takes longer. Okay, that's part of the deal. This is what we signed up for. I want everyone to have the lifestyle they want. However, it's going to take work to get there. Number five, 
Follow up on any lead you get consistently. I still remember to this day, early on, I didn't have CRM like I have now. I didn't really understand truly what follow-up meant. It was one of the first leads that I received uh, from a trainer that I was treating. And I uh, sent them like an email. Again, didn't have CRM. I sent this person an email and I didn't hear back from them. And a week later, I I sent another email and, and young Justin, sort of naive Justin was like, ah, I wonder if they're going to be worried about like, um, if I'm, if I should be worried that they're going to think I'm annoying. Um, and it happened like a month, two, three, four months. And then I received this long email back from this person and I'll never forget it. I, I should probably, I could probably find it. And, and I just remember her saying, thank you so much for following up with me. I'm ready to come in now. That was in 2000. And I believe it was either 15 or 16, one of my first years in business. This person I'm still in touch with now, they're still in our ecosystem. They've been a patient. Their husband's been a patient. Their daughter's been a patient. Any lead that you get, you need to stay on top of. You need to follow up with. It was such an unbelievable lesson at the time that I'm so glad that I learned. And if you can learn anything from me, it's just that you need to be there for these people. You're not bothering them. And so any lead that you get, any person that you connect with, you need to consistently stay in touch with them. Number six, charge the right price. This goes back to number one on your deciding higher volume or lower volume. We even have people that come into our mastermind group that are brand new in business and even they see everyone around them charging the right price and they still don't charge the right price. They always want to be less. And the problem with this is that it's illogical. And the problem with this is you go back to being sort of in the middle. And the problem with this is the people you do get to say yes would have said yes at a higher price, which had gotten you to 10,000 faster, except you're at 6,000 because you charged the wrong price. And so if you're going to be in rehab Cairo and you want to get to 10K the fastest, remember, it's easier to get one person to pay 300 than it is to get three people to pay 100. Let me say that again. It is easier to get one person to pay 300 than it is to get three people to pay 100. I know everybody thinks the opposite. And I know people are going to nod, agree, and shake their head while they're driving. And then they're going to go and charge three people 100. So I will say it again. If it's important, say it often. It is easy to get one person to get pay 300 than it is to get three to pay 100. Number seven, be clear on your why. Be clear on your why. Don't only be concerned with their why. In our sales process, we teach what we call value for outcome. Value for outcome is the physical problem this person has, the external problem they have, and the internal problem they have. The internal problem this person has is essentially their why. Why are they really concerned with their back pain? And during our sales process, we try to uncover this to really see how we can help them. But something interesting happened recently with one of our members. He got on a call with me during his week three check-in and he basically told me that he was overwhelmed by our sales process and that he tried to use it. But the last call that he had, he was trying to check our boxes and go through the, the process and go through the framework, but it was like too much too soon. And so as he was talking, I just, I sort of let him finish. And then I said, well, tell me, why did you even open up your own practice? Tell me, tell me about that. And I started probing him and asking him questions. And he told me this incredible story about how he was an associate for about two years. 
And while he was an associate, he would have patients come in. It was an in-network practice. And he was telling me how he always felt like there was more he could do with them, but he just couldn't because they didn't have the time and they you know, weren't paying enough and blah, 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 blah. And I kept probing him more and more and more. And finally, he told me this incredible story about a patient who had come in with hip problems and how he was helping this guy. And this guy was going to see him and potentially on the ropes of getting a hip replacement. And he treated him for a while in the circumstance he was given, which was about 10 or 15 minute treatment. And then one day he never saw this guy again. And he believes the guy went and got a hip replacement. And he always remembered that because if he had the proper amount of time, if he had the proper business model, if this guy had come to his private practice as it is now, he has a feeling he could have prevented that hip replacement because he would have been able to do the proper exercise. He could have loaded him appropriately. He could have given him the proper exercise script. He could have spent the time necessary. And that was one of the main reasons why he decided to open up his own practice and be a rehab Cairo and do the exercise and have to charge more money and take a course like ours, even though it's less expensive and all of those things. That's his why. And so the practitioner, Andrew, his why, his story, became the most important sales conversation that he could ever have with a patient. Because imagine a patient coming in and asking, say, why, why are you so expensive? And, and I don't understand why you don't take insurance. Well, before he knew, before Andrew can get our script and get our sales process and understand all that, what if he just told that story about that patient that he wished he could have helped? But because of the circumstance that he was under, he couldn't. And so number seven, be clear on your why as to why you're actually doing this. Number eight, Embrace sales and a sales process. Embrace sales and a sales process. Just like you have a process in which you treat a patient, maybe it's SFMA, maybe it's PRI, maybe it's DNS, whatever techniques, McKenzie, whatever you use in the rehab chiro setting, factor, whatever you use. I know all of them, use all of them, was certified, am certified, and all of those, and I love them. Those are all a process. They're a methodology. They're a framework. And as you bring patients along in the journey, you are going to have to have one, a process, a framework, a script for your sales as well. And the reason is because you have to have empathy. Because if you're a rehab Cairo and you think that the general population understands why you do what you do and why you charge what you charge and why you spend so much time and why you're not like the other Cairos, if you don't have a sales process to explain it to them, and show them the reason why they need your service, even though it's expensive, even though it isn't covered by insurance. If you don't have that, and you aren't clear on that, they're not going to be clear on that. So why would they spend five, six, eight, ten times as much money with you? They're not. That's why you're broke. So number eight, embrace sales and a sales process. Number nine, understand it's easier to get less to pay more. Understand it's easier to get less to pay more. So number one, I said decide on high versus low volume. Number six, I said charge the right price. Number nine, understand it's easier to get less to pay more. Strategically, what I'm doing in this podcast is I'm trying to say the same thing in 37 different ways so it gets you to understand what has to happen. As a mentor has always told me, if it's important, say it often, say it differently, 
because at some point, someone will be ready to hear it that they weren't before. Less people to pay more is an easier strategy than more people to pay less. And number 10, be around a group who has done it. Be around a group who has done it. I always laugh, get frustrated. I'll be honest, it annoys me a little bit when I hear people that tell me, yeah, how's business? It's good. I'm just enjoying figuring it out on my own. I don't know if it's arrogance. I don't know if it's stupidity. I don't know if it's dissociation, dissonance. I don't know what it is. But there's literally nothing in life that we figure out on our own. Even if you are learn by yourself, you're still like seeking out resources. You're still on YouTube. You're not learning it on your own. I mean, if you're an athlete, you play a sport, you don't learn it on your own. You have to be around other people playing the sport or you have coaches or you have teammates. Like you, you don't learn it on your own. If you become a chiropractor, you don't just like learn it on your own. You go to school and you have professors and mentors and teachers. You don't learn it on your own. If you have to pay your taxes, you either have to look it up online or you hire an accountant. And when it gets complicated because you're a business owner, you have an accountant help you. You don't file your taxes on your own. Even if you use an online site, you still don't do it on your own. They help you. I just don't understand how in life, the most important thing that you're doing in your life outside of your family is your business, is your career, that you're going to try to figure it out on your own. Why would you not want to be around a group? If you're a rehab Cairo, how arrogant can you be? I had someone tell me, well, my wife is in marketing. Like, great, my sister's in marketing. I'm going to go for her for marketing advice. I mean, I don't understand how this even comes about. Imagine being around people who have been there before. Every question, every problem, everything that keeps you up at night. You have a group of 100 people who have done it before. So rather than you not sleeping, you ask someone and they give you the answer and you can solve the problem. Something that many people don't consider, and this is just, I think, just lack of just development as a human, is they don't consider the ROI on just not making the mistake. So we have started to get a different type of person in Rehab Cairo Biz, in Cairo Biz 101. Um, and I, I think it's amazing. And they are the ones that are going to have the most success. They're the people that haven't opened their practice yet. And I literally put this in our Slack channel today. Imagine the mistakes these people are going to avoid. Imagine the mistakes these people are going to avoid because they're here before they get into practice. Just in life, most people, they seek out help when they've already failed. They go to the doctor when they're already sick. They go to the marriage counselor when their marriage is already failing. And that's what normal people would do. But if you're a doctor and you're a rehab Cairo and you want to be a world-class business owner, you can't be normal. Normal sucks. I don't want to be normal. If someone says you're normal, you're regular, it's a good, like, I'm like, ugh, man, I don't know about you guys. You walk around, you're on social media, you look around the normal people, gosh, normal is a terrible place to be. But normal people would wait until they failed. People that are not normal, 
people that are extraordinary, they would want to be around others who have done it before. They'd want to be able to ask questions and they would want people who are ahead of them. They would want to be able to say like, I'm making 12K, I'm making 10K, I haven't started yet. And this person's making 50K. What are they doing that I can deploy today? Why do they have the confidence to charge the right price? Why do all my friends and I'm in Wisconsin tell me that no one will pay here and we have another person in Wisconsin one year out of school that's already uh, raised his price three times in a podunk little town? What does he know that I don't know? What confidence does he have that I don't have? What does he believe that I don't believe? Because right now you're just living in your own world thinking that you got it all figured out and you don't and you never will. And so number 10 is basically me telling you to stop fooling yourself. It's me telling you to get around a group, get around a bunch of people who have done it before, to understand that you can't get there alone, you won't get there alone. You will get stuck. And to be around people that will support you and push you, that you can look up to, that you can ask questions to, in my opinion, is the thing that's going to get you from being normal, normal sucks, to being extraordinary. And so I hope you choose extraordinary. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And if you found this content valuable, here are four ways I can help you for free. One, grab a copy of my free guide, The Rehab Chiropractor's Checklist. You can get that at go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. That's go.drjustinrabinowitz.com slash guide. Two, go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram at Justin Rabinowitz, where I post business content. Three, subscribe to my weekly newsletter by sending me an email at coaching at strive to move.com. And four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more influential people and bring those lessons back to you.